Oh, I nearly killed someone. <laughs> Pedestrian crossings. What are they all about? That's selfish. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hang on to your hat. Special episode with Jeff Richie Baldwin. Bad Daddy, you're a naughty boy. These days, fatherhood is everywhere. You can't get away from it. Not the blokes haven't tried. If you're not a father, you've got a father. You're a son of a dad or a daughter of a bloke. But either way, being a dad is no picnic. The fear, the anger, the confusion and, well, the love, of course. (laughs) Eric Myers and Dan Lee, together with their special guests, are here to share the highs and lows, the joys and the agony of being a modern dad. But most of all, to let you know that you're not alone. (laughs) Well, goodness Uh. me. Uh, so, Jeff. Yes. But I know I know you was just quickly housekeeping. I know you was Richie. Mm-hmm. So, what do I? Think? Or, or it's already created confusion with Dan. I'm going. Richie's coming in. He's going. Who's Richie? Oh, I yeah. said Jeff. Right. Do, yeah, do you actually want the story what... behind it all? Yeah, for sure. Might as well. Okay. Yeah. So, um, fresh out of college, I got a job. Oh, I had an interview for a job in 99, I think it was. Yeah. And I went in and did the interview and I ended up getting the job. And um, it was like an e-commerce company, early days, dot-com stuff. And the editor, she saw me come in for the interview and said I looked cute and innocent like Richie Cunningham. Uh, so, then first day on the job, the CEO basically walks me in, shows me around the office and they have a board, a production board and cats the editor in's. The IT guy and Richie, that's you. And I'm not going to argue with the CEO on my first day. So, Bam. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's simple as that. Yeah. Made a lot of friends through that job and, yeah, it's come this far. That's fantastic. Wow. So, it was just Jeff Richie Ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. The bio, Jeff, is uh, for Dan's purposes and the audience, Yeah, is a motorcycle journalist. Yes. That's what they oh, call wow. journalist. That's what I am now. We it, worked out. It started as a blogger, but blogger that term kind of doesn't like, exist anymore. Blogging has expanded. Mm. Like on a, on a, on a like a magazine, a, a, a motorcycle, or, or for news for sports. Well, no, for my own website. So I started a blog in ah. two thousand and six, just for for a bit of fun. Um, yeah. I worked in advertise digital advertising and marketing, and yeah. um, it kind of. <laughs> I managed to turn it into my, <laughs> you're right, <laughs> into my um, full-time job. In 2012, I, I started doing it full-time, so I do my website, and I also edit a magazine and other bits and pieces that come up when, yeah, oh, wow. when they happen. So, Dan, when, when, sort of. when I met Jeff, <clears throat> I just oh, choked dear. on a, I choked oh, on a fucking oat latte. <laughs> oh, God. I want that on my gravestone. <laughs> he died on an oat latte. Yeah. Um, he was organising uh, an event called Oil Stained Brain. Mm. Um, oh, right. A breakthrough thing. It was in the middle of the CBD. Yeah. It was a, a custom motorcycle event. It was exciting. I, mm. Yeah, I was it was really good. Custom scooters. And, and is that how you? Oh, is that how you guys met through the the, the that would the have two been. wheel yeah, contraption? Yeah, and he was Connected. part of a communal workshop project, which was yeah, which which was uh, just near here. Yeah, so just I down the road from there. So. And Jeff helped Jeff, me set up my um, set up my dino room, which then became the podcast studio. Yeah, and so it's actually podcast. yeah. So, but uh, Jeff, don't, don't you, is there not some kind of um, 
do you, is Derek somewhat inferior to you though, because he's a scooter man and not a, a proper <laughs> motorbike man? Like, no, is it we've managed to avoid this for years. This question. <laughs> Do you know that that it's such a funny thing that exists in the motorcycle realm? Definitely, hundred yeah. percent. But I look. Yeah. I started out on a scooter after um, traveling. I came back to Australia. I was broke. I bought a scooter, not to say scooters are for ball people, but <laughs> but that's <laughs> no, how they I... They are for big, damp-eyed Nancy boys. But... <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but I, I started on scooters and then moved to motorcycles. I, I, I wish I still had a scooter. I think they're loads of fun, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so these projects and then, and then I was just watching his career just flourish... And, uh, but as, as I was just finding out the thing that held it all together was the actual blog, Mm. which is now a web, a journal or. Yeah. I I suppose it's a, it's a media channel, you know, it's, yeah, it's. Oh man, it's all changed What's it called? so much, Let's hasn't go. it? Like, oh, it's it's called Return of the Cafe Races. Return it's like, of the Cafe Races. It sounds like a movie. It's probably giving it that super long name is probably my biggest regret. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's does really well. I've got a, a substantial following, and it keeps yeah. me out of full time employment, which it's is fair, nice. fair to say. That oh, Jeff cool. is a a serious influencer in the international motorcycle online world that's nice of you to say so that's fair to say isn't it (laughs) to a degree yeah yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) i'm gonna be all humble now i like i like stories that uh, about people's careers sort of evolving and in in unusual ways like presumably you didn't start out years ago thinking you'd do this exactly no no But, but like it sort of evolves through interest and connection with things presumably yeah it's it's funny actually i was talking to my wife about it and she was like when we first met you know you used to talk about i was working in advertising she was like you just used to say you wanted a job where you just got to do motorcycle related stuff because <laughs> it's my passion and it kind of happened but she's not one to judge how do you doesn't, mean isn't her doesn't she work professionally just playing a flute yeah she's not a, just playing a flute that is the, <laughs> she's the best a, job ever she's a musician yeah, yeah. and she's a flautist she is a flautist if you've got it mate flaut it mm. wow yeah, and she's quite. Yeah, well, I know what that's like. Yeah. Are you are you married to a musician? Oh yeah, yeah, Missy Higgins. Oh, so there you go. Right. There's a. There's a yep, yep. <laughs> M- music can be a uh, a proper career. Yeah. Which is odd because it certainly wasn't for me when I was in those dreadful bands in the nineties. <laughs> Didn't make a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife is very specific with what she plays. She plays uh, all Brazilian style of music now. Which oh and, wow! And even though she's in that niche in Melbourne, she still makes it work. So she's yeah, yeah. she's wow, pretty cool. impressive, I have to say. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Mm. Now speaking of wives and things, mm-hmm. um, are you? Are you you all must be wondering why uh, our fatherhood podcast has Jeff sitting in here talking about his uh, motorcycle journalist career. Well, has he got has he got kids, Derek? No, maybe he's got kids. No, no, he doesn't. His statistics are. And I've been I've been wanting to do this for quite some time. Is get someone on the cusp. Mm. 
And I'm not saying someone who's actively sexual. I'm talking about damn close to being a daddy. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's one in the oven. There's one in the oven. Oh, great. We're going to destroy you. (laughs) 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 Where should we start? Shall I tell you about my week? (laughs) He was madly taking mental notes on our intro, Dan, saying, uh, uh, okay, um, fear. No, <laughs> no. Uh, no love, of course. Oh, that's uh, hey, good. Listen, can I? Can I just the biggest thing possibly? Uh, it's not what I learned, but something that came up in that talk with Dave Mann and the truck thing mm-hmm. um, was that I, I realized one of the one of the things that's one of the many things that's that's peculiar to having children, and 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 you, you'll probably find this pretty early as well, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, are we calling you Jeff or Richie? Whatever's going to Jeff's fine. Yeah, Jeff's yeah. yeah, right. Um, well, just that we were talking about how since having kids, um, somehow you can have totally polar opposite emotions simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember that happening before. So, like, you can be totally kind of terrified uh, um, but also have uh, intense courage at the same time and or – I don't know. This is the most uh, perplexing part of it for me. It's just that they all happen simultaneously, which is, I suppose, is better than just having terror and not the love <laughs> and the, you know, that's that's the biggest thing for me. But but this right now, how long to go? Six weeks or something? Yeah, uh, just I think we've just gone eight. So early October, are we do. Yeah. So. So, but right now, there's all the terror, and you haven't met the dude. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you expect it to be coming. Everyone's telling you, "Oh, you're going to love this thing." You know, and then there's this fear. I remember my wife getting; she was frightened of getting postnatal depression. Yeah. She was frightened of having a of me not liking the child, and I was going, "Oh, you know, I don't know who this is going to be." It probably wasn't until maybe last week when I kind of had any. Fear associated with this. (laughs) Like, I have to say, this is is probably the most dad, you know, father thing I've done. You know, everything up until now, you know, scans and everything, you feel like you're a bit of a third wheel. You're kind of in the room and, and, you know, it's not growing in you or anything. So you just, yeah, even when they're talking to you as a couple, they just talk to your wife the whole time. So, yeah. But, um, and also, you're not getting the benefit of all that, or benefit or disadvantage, whatever it is. But you're not getting a direct um, hormonal flow between you and the child that that she's having from the moment of conception, right through breastfeeding and all that. So mm. you can't help but be slightly out of it. Can I just tell you quickly what Missy's manager told me? Yeah. When, when we were when we got pregnant. He rang me and said, because I was spending a lot of time sitting on the couch going, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? Like, Because mm. uh, I, I wasn't, I couldn't do anything. Standard procedure. Um, <laughs> standard procedure. And he said, listen, when the baby comes, think of it like the music industry. Uh, the child is, the, tem- is the, the temperamental rock star. The mother is the, the, the dedicated manager. And you... You have got to accept the fact that for a while you are the shit kicking roadie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, in, and just embrace sense. that. Be the shit kicking roadie. Don't try to, you know, the baby's like this hysterical um, rock star trashing hotel rooms and making demands. <laughs> and mum's got to 
just deal with all that and you need to just do whatever the fuck needs to be done if you, yep. if it's crisis if, management if it's getting, <laughs> yeah you just do what you're told you know and if you do and he said if you do that and just accept that for for a period of time you'll be okay yeah. so it was kind of good advice well the, like mm. i was going to say the, the only thing that has kind of scared me up until now is um <laughs> i saw derek the other night at a friend's 40th and um, somebody at the 40th said to me it was kind of when the baby arrives and you realize how, you know, how all of a sudden you've got this massive responsibility and your yeah. life is never going to be the same and everything. And, yeah. I, yeah. and I kind of went away and put some thought into that and that scared me a little bit. But at the same time, it's, yeah. it's you know, it's the situation we've put ourselves into i've accepted that this is what we're doing now and there's no turning back so yeah and, that, and that's what i meant about having simultaneous extreme feelings at the same mm. you know is is that yeah like there's this huge responsibility it can never be take you can never not be a father but at the same time there's there's feelings and privileges that come with that that there is no way anyone can describe to you until you've had it yep. you know what i mean it really is like a entering a club that that you don't know you're having to sign up for before you know what's through the door yeah i've got one danny i've got one so so (laughs) maybe maybe life before you've got a little a little specialty shop in shepparton right right and you've gone (laughs) oh that's it you've just fucking signed a lease yeah in in melbourne central right you're going for it Kind of thing. Yes, Jesus. And, yes, it, and it's going to work. And in mm. two years' time, you go. Imagine, imagine if we just fucking stayed sitting in that shop in Shepparton. and it was good, and we were happy, mm. yeah, and yeah. obviously successful. But you know, but everyone tells you about what's coming. But you, it's a shit one. But but I had to. I felt under pressure to come up with one for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, oh man, I so wish I'd been able to get in there today because because this is so. Uh, Though I would have just ranted at you, sorry, Jeff, because there's there's so much I want to say, but but it's look, yeah, you wouldn't be the first person to rant at me. I have to say, oh, everybody so has everybody to. has an opinion, like right down right down to what That's sex your child is going to be. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, did terrible. someone say? Did someone say? Oh, I can tell it's hanging everyone low. It's going to be a says, girl or something. Like everyone that. says. And like, that's that's probably the, the hardest part. Yeah. You know, that is a pain in the ass, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. not really. It's people wanting to get involved. No, you know. I know. They mean well. They mean well. Um, you just have Look to. Look at us, Dan. Look what's happening it's right gam- now. It's gambling. It's because everybody's obsessed well, with gambling. Well, yeah, but, but we're not telling it. I suppose we are giving him advice. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, you know what it is? It's just trying to get, like, every person that has a kid is another person you can get together with and and have some therapeutic conversation with because we need it so mm. much, you know. Mm. But but if yeah. everyone's got a cold, Danny, if everyone's got a cold mm. at the time, no one gives a shit, right? Like if everyone's got the flu right, and it's right. like, oh, yeah, yeah we've yeah. had that, that's all you get. Mm. Yeah. But it's different. Yeah, when you have a baby. It's different with parenting because it it's so big and so traumatic yeah. for everybody yeah. that when someone yeah. new comes along, I've got this habit. I didn't do it this time, but I've been fighting this habit of, when when a couple when I see a couple and they say, "I oh, guess what we're having a baby," I kind of start tearing up. 
Oh, for the bloke. <laughs> and, oh, the, right. and the wife kind of goes, what about, I'm going, oh, you're going to be a dad. It's like, be careful, Derek, you're going to get yourself slapped. Oh, <laughs> but I just, not, 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 not with sadness, I just get all emotional when other dudes, oh, maybe maybe because yeah. your memory gets completely wiped. This is oh, another magic gift of God. Head. He wipes and everything. It and wipes then, everything and it fucks with your head and you think you're in madly in love and you and you just, Hate them as well, and I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know fucking who I am anymore. <laughs> but but, but I tell you what, you're, you know, you're learning. I mean, I if I the more I accept the fact that they're here to teach me, the better I get along. I mean, if I make the mistake of thinking I'm in charge, you know what I mean? Like mm. I've, I've got to uh, I've got to see it as this amazing opportunity to uh, develop uh, myself then then things seem to go better but again it depends on what your kids are like too and how hard they are it's always oh, it's full on i mean it's a, it's a huge adventure man yeah I, look i yeah i'm gonna have to go to have you got have you, got any, you got any got any quick questions you can leave him answering and i'll turn you off if you have to if you have to split um Oh no! Look, you guys talk, and I'll I'll speak to you later, Derek. Right. I, I've got a lot good. of I'm in the middle of all sorts of things at the moment right. that I'm trying to figure out. Good luck but, with it. I'll uh, speak nice to you later. Meet you, Jeff. Nice to good meet you, Dan. I'll probably yeah. meet you after the event. I think um, Derek's yeah. coming me back, getting me back to have a laugh oh at me God, after. Yeah, before and after. <laughs> Why don't we do that? Well, I'm a total really... guinea pig. Oh, I want, but I do. He's not, he's not fulfilling my dream. My dream is to someone go. You know, we've got it all sorted. We've done the classes. We know what's well, going on. We haven't gone into any of that yet. I've got, but... it, I've got everything sorted, and then and then get him in four four, four months later. Going. Oh, we that should, didn't work um, out very well. This would, this would be a really good one to do the before and after because we, yeah, it's relatively close together. Yeah. So. Beautiful. All right, great. Well, um, have a good time and uh, good luck. We'll we'll talk to you later. All right, good one. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Oh, it's just us. <laughs> so just... down to brass tacks. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, this is where I get now that Danny's gone. <laughs> metaphors. No, I'm always in trouble for making up random metaphors. How was the pregnancy? Like everything seems perfect. You've got this. Well, successful career and doing it in your own living the highlight. Yeah, it's in your own terms. You know, the episode we just put up is a family that live in a a tiny house on the back of a truck up and down the coast of Western Australia. Oh, wow. And they're traveling musicians. Yeah. And as I listened to it as I was editing, just going, oh, you know, do what you want. And then I thought, hang on, I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already am. Yeah. Everything's good. Your wife's got a great career. She's lovely well, and healthy. Hopefully it's all enough to, you know, there's a, having kids introduces all kinds of changes and financial ones, I suppose, mm. are a big one to consider. And, you know, I'm my website does well, but I'm not, you know, I'm not rolling in cash or anything yeah, like yeah. that. So there is this kind of uh, thing hanging over my head is, is this career going to be one that I can continue with when kids come along and, you know, I think it is and I mm. hope it is. Mm. Um, but then there's also the, the flip side is like, wow, it gives me incredible freedom when we have a child yes. in terms of, you know, I can work, I'm going to be knackered, like I'm going to be tired. Yep. But um, I can work when I want. So yeah. if Asha has a gig, she can go and perform, I can 
mind the baby she comes back we we tag team you know and it probably means we'll have less time together because <laughs> that's going to happen anyway as well but um i think it is a unique and and special opportunity we have because of our work situation it does seem like it mm. i was self-employed in a similar way but as a mechanic mm. as, as a scooter vintage scooter mechanic so i've you know got to work with a one-year-old standing in the backyard trying to help building a shed Going, all right, okay, I can bring some of my work home, have a workbench here. Didn't didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was just leaving the house and going into the shed. Nah. Because you're back and forward. Yeah. As a journalist, as a writer, all the movies show this guy trying to type trying to while find kids are biting their legs and stuff like that. <laughs> trying to find focus. But you obviously can do it. Mm. The mm. Movies wouldn't talk about it if dudes were having a crack at it. Yeah. I've done things at home so that it's going to work mm. better for me as well. Mm. Like the place we're in now has a kind of small studio Soundproof, right? out the back. Yeah. Well, it's a separate work environment. So I've created – like I used to work out of the spare room and it was very easy to just go in there all the time yeah. whenever I wanted. And now I've made this separate space. I'm kind of keeping normal hours. And so it's quite funny to say, you know, I'm off to work and I go five metres out the back and I'm yeah. in a separate space. But it's it's hopefully going to work – to give me that little bit of separation and so I can try and have a normal run normal working hours. But I know I'm not going to be doing a normal five-day week. So there's your house prep, the room prep, the environment mm. prep. Mm. The kid, obviously, no control. He's the wild rock star, as Dan put it. Maybe a she. Yeah, I'm just using his. <laughs> but I could see by the shape of the belly. It was clearly <laughs> You're another one of them. No, no, I'm not, but I've got a theory about that. Right. Everybody's got a theory yeah, about exactly. that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, the old it happened to us, like the, the lady in the country, and everyone goes, oh, she always, she's good. She's this got a knack. She's like the gypsy lady, but you can't say that. And she hangs your, your wedding ring on a string over the belly, and if it goes one way or if it spins... Or whatever. That's interesting. It tells you which, which gender it is, so right? So and they like- all believe it. All my wife's family all believe it. <laughs> and I watched how it works. It's simple. When they don't, when they get it wrong, no one notices. Right. It's kind of like gambling. I mean, yeah, right? and when they Imagine do if you went to the casino and instead of a tiny amount of time, half the time you won. You only know, you're going on about it. You're the big winner. Mm. So- Whenever she gets it right, they go, you see? Yeah. She's genius. When she gets it wrong, they go, it must have been windy or something. (laughs) (laughs) Wanting to believe does it. But you get it all set up, but it it all comes down to the mind. I reckon it comes down to the mind. Working from home, the mindset of the whole family. Mm. Like if you're in there, are you actually in there? Like to pretend this doesn't really work for us. I I haven't tried it. But. When you're in that room, it's like, okay, you're this close, so if there's an emergency, it's you're only just there, but you're not there. Mm. If, imagine you're in the CBD in an office. Can you think that way? Yep. You know, it's really hard. My wife works for local government, and her hours are just dictated. Yeah. There's a Saturday every couple of weeks. There's a, a late to 8 p.m., and that's just – it arrives, and you get told what, what you're doing. There's no changing it. It's yeah. like, well, it's just the, can you yeah. imagine if my job was like that? We'd be rooted. So yeah. I don't know how people roll with those normal well, People spend jobs. a fortune on um, daycare and things. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I can't understand how people can make it work because it costs so much. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy money. Mm. But 
Yeah, we just uh, it's a very lucky situation to have this little space yeah. out the back. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of the perfect scenario. So yeah, it's good. Knock, 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 get ready. Yeah. <laughs> See how it pans out. Change an nappy. <laughs> yeah. But they get more and more independent. It gets easy. My theory is it, it it doesn't get easier as they get older. You just get more broken. Mm. Right? This and where you are right now is the initial fear of of or fear or anticipation or whatever of what's what's coming. And that's the where it's maxed out. And then eventually you just go, Oh well that's it. Remember you were saying just before about um you, 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 the, the decision's made and that's how life's going to be. Mm. How old are you? I'm 43. So. Right. So there's, there's, what else do you want to do? Do you know <laughs> what, what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I was I kind of about the same age when I started breeding. Yep. And it was like I was just too tired to, to do, any do any more adventures yeah. anyway. <laughs> so I, I don't think you're at that much risk of – Regret and you no. know, missing out. Like I, if you were twenty five, yeah. No, I've stretched this out as long as I could. <laughs> you know, um, Asha, uh, my wife is ten years younger than me, which bought me some time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, like, same, same here. And to be honest, like when we got together, kids wasn't even something we'd, we'd sort of thought was something we wanted to do, and it was. You know, marriage wasn't either for a long time. Asher and I were together for 10 years before we got married. So she would have been just 20 or something. She was she was just turning 21 when I met yeah. her, yeah. yeah. But, um, like, the only reason we kind of got married was, like, eventually it started becoming a thing, you know. And I wanted to marry her years before, but yeah. she had kind of uh, not said to me she didn't want to get married, but had indicated she was younger, she had a lot to do and all of this sort of thing, mm. and it wasn't kind of a priority. Yeah, and then yeah. when family started talking, I was like, right, time to get a ring. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we got married and then, yeah. So, um, so the oh, marriage wanna... is kind of the preference, the preface for for having kids to yeah. make it simpler. Or... Definitely. And it's a big one that is always talked about, the biological clock, you know, like the oh, whole, yeah, yeah. you know, Ash's, Ash's – 33, um, you know, she's starting to get into that area where they're like, you need to do it now. And well, if you plan on having six or seven of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. One's enough. She's already talking about a second. I'm like, let's see Ooh, how this one turns yeah, out. Yeah, have a discussion maybe about 10 yeah. weeks' time. <laughs> yeah. But, like, we had – we like, going back to the actual pregnancy and, and we – so we took a big trip in 2017 and we went to a couple of places where there was concerns with oh, – we spent some time in Brazil and there was concerns with the Zika virus and all of that stuff, uh -huh. which all turned out to be when you get there and you ask people about it, they don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, you know, okay. it's like yeah. – so we were like, let's not kind of try during this period of travel and we were away for like 10 months. And then when we came back, we we're like, all right, full steam ahead, Game on. off the pill. And then it took it actually took thirteen months. It took a really long time. Did you get? Well, did you start getting frightened? Like, was yeah, it a bit it, concerning. Well, we didn't start talking seriously about you know we need to um, go and see the doctor and yeah, yeah. you know spend ten thousand dollars and get um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, there were there were some. It, it's challenging when. You know, you, you want something to happen, especially for Asher. It was really difficult, you know. And, you know, unfortunately, sex becomes a bit of a, you know, it, we have to do it now. 
we have to do it now, you yes, know? And it's like, yeah. I, I was like, that's not very exciting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I like doing it, but I don't like being told, you know, I'm ovulating, let's do it. It's like, that's that doesn't turn me on. It lets you know. <laughs> it just, it, that is the big trigger that just awakens you up to yeah. what you're here for. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> the inseminator. And so, about, I, I suppose at about six or seven months of trying, that became a thing. And, yeah. it's, and it became quite testing. I think it was a bit challenging for our relationship, not to a degree where it was ever going to be dangerous for our relationship, but it was, you know, it was challenging. We talked a lot about it and kind of got over it. And then it just became, you know, fun again. And then, yeah, when we found out we, we were pregnant, <laughs> we, we had, it was ridiculous because we thought the last thing that was happening was that she was pregnant. We thought it was something else yeah, because we kind so of got it in our head that to, yeah. something's not right. You know, we need to try this, try this. And then, yeah, all of a sudden she's pregnant and it's like, wow, crazy. It's happening. Came on. Yeah, came on. We found out on Valentine's Day, which was hilarious. Aww. Yeah. Aww. It's Aww. a bit sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, so you, you are going to have a few then, aren't you? Sounds like. I'm. Anyone a Catholic? Anyone? Are you from a big family or? No, she- I'm perfect nuclear family. You know, two kids. Normal every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sister and me. I'm, to be honest, like, the whole thing with growing pop- global population and what does the future hold and all of this kind of thing, maybe overthinking it, maybe I shouldn't even think about it. Yeah. But I, I'm kind of in the mindset like you don't need to replace every person on the planet with another person. <laughs> Do no. you know what I say? And, yeah. and, you know, everybody talks about, oh, a kid, if you have one child, they don't get this great growing up with a sibling and everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but I know lots of people who were single children and came out fine, you know. For me, at this stage, one one child sounds great. Mm. We'll see what happens with two, yeah. and the discussion with my wife. <laughs> you definitely build a different character. It's, it's known. We yeah. can't. We you know we, we can't talk about the different and only child types versus of people in different races and different yeah. things. But we certainly can talk about only children are different creatures mm. and like Tasmanians. Often <laughs> Yeah, we can still say that, <laughs> but but it's it's true, isn't it? Yeah. But gifted, you know, the only children I know, uh, they're handfuls, but they're gun, they're guns yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, but ultimately, it comes up parents. to how you, yeah, and how you raise a child. Like, but right now, let's say one, and maybe you'll see me in another yeah, episode <laughs> further down the track, and it'll be our seventh. Who knows? <laughs> I've heard so many vows around this time yeah. <laughs> about yeah. what's the future holds, but that's fantastic. So the, the decision to to have you were were you saying on uh, at Saturday home? night you have a home birth? Yes, we are. Is that the fash? Uh, uh, I don't know. I suppose among some people, well, certainly it, none of my friends have thought about. Was it, it easy to achieve? <laughs> but, yeah, that'll give you. I must be relatively. Well, look, we. A lot of my friends have already got kids and um, we have uh, – there's a couple. Um, my wife plays music with the husband um, and they uh, had home births for both of their children. And they live a quite an interesting life. You know, they have a zero-waste household. She, Her front yard and backyard have turned into veggie patches. So, it's and, full principle. Stuff. Yeah, they, they, they're um, paleo. They, they, they're quite – 
not that everybody wants to do this, but uh, as a couple and what they do in life is in- inspirational. I'm not sh- saying we should all grow veggies in our front lawn, but um, yeah, they do. They do a lot of really interesting things in life, and and we'd kind of. With our birth, you know, the, the hospital system, I'm not a fan of hospitals and I don't think anybody really is, but the hospital system and, and going through the, the, uh, it, it feels like, you know, a bit of a factory churning these things out. And there's a lot of stuff about how many people are, um, having induced births and, and, you know, and, and I kind of feel like, what's wrong with doing it naturally, you know, and you, you don't have that option if you go to, most hospitals you know you can't you can't kind of go full term because they're like whoa you know it's 38 weeks we've got to get that baby out and it's like really like it it's surely you've got 42 weeks you can go or something you know so we were kind of like we don't want we want like a minimum intervention birth and the way to do it is a home birth um so we asked our friends they gave us uh, the number for their midwife and we met her and she's amazing. We, yeah. we all hit it off and we're like, that's it. We're going down that path. Beautiful. And, and so you, there's just like you look up the phone book kind of thing and there's midwives? Yeah, th- there's some – get a midwife. There's a few there's really a interesting places midwife. in Melbourne. There's a birthing centre just near um, Flemington Racecourse actually where they have a really good setup. We went to an open day they had and they have – several midwives there and they do a lot of home births they've even had one there apparently but um yeah they, they, there's these resources are out there all you have okay. to do is find them the the big issue is um the cost so we're not going through the hospital system where it costs you nothing we're paying so oh, okay so yeah it's it's a significant cost it's what do you see as the benefits like well the big thing again like is, is it's, there like research in the, the levels of anxiety or different chemicals? Like is well, there something? I think that there is, a, you know, there'll be lots of theories for and against, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, and I, I don't think I can say either one is right or wrong. Yeah. But thinking about it and and the, the process of having a child in, in our home environment where there is no pressure yeah. to do anything other than have the child really, you know, it's like – for Asha to go into labour, to have the child in home, and then we can go straight into the bedroom and she can lie and relax with the child in the home. No, we have to pack up in a few days and get out of here. No interruptions from nurses or any of that stuff. To me, that's kind of the perfect environment. It's a dream. You know? Yeah. When you're sick, you'd prefer to lay in your bed at home than in, in hospital. Yeah. I imagine in the modern world, you've got contingencies. You're not in a, a, a little town in Bavaria. Yeah. We're in right. we're in a really good spot. We're in West Footscray and we're right next to or very close to Sunshine Hospital, which yeah. is actually a, a birthing hospital. And yeah. there's also Footscray Hospital on the other side, not even five minutes. Yeah. Um, the midwife on the big day um, comes with a, 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 on a second person, another midwife. Yeah. And they're, they're prepared, you know, that they, they're – trained um she's been delivering babies since the 80s um in hospitals and now she's doing this yeah um so she she knows what can happen what can go wrong we we have discussions with her yeah. about you know what if yeah. and it's just about being prepared you know make sure you've got your ambulance cover and make sure you know this is all thought out mm. and minimize risk and, and yeah and yeah, she knows great. she knows to recognize it so you know, we've had some meetings with her and she's checked things and things are going well, so. So, 
people from home births are known to be to grow up to be fantastic people. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Really? Well, uh, I only know one. Who's that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I was a home birth. Deliberate or accidental? Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally that's fantastic. Deliberate. It was 1966. Wow. And it was a sort of a it was it was you can imagine at that time, mm. post-50s, when we were just like science. You when everything hospital, was black and white. That would have been more <laughs> robotic at the time. Yeah. And I don't know why. It was just must have been a little thing that kicked off. You have siblings? Yeah. My brother was born in hospital. Right. First. Older or younger? Yeah, older. Right. And then they went, no, home birth. So did your mother not enjoy the first birth so much or? Oh, I never asked her. Oh. But it was just a thing. I think it was just something maybe a few people were doing it around the traps and – well, knowing you're a home birth makes Hippies me feel were good. Coming, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Healthy, roly poly baby, <laughs> nine pounds or something. Right. Okay. Which I guess we have to translate nowadays. What's the current fash? Uh, so you'd be heavily involved in this whole process, I imagine. Oh yeah, I'll be rolled up sleeves, tell my hands. Yeah, yeah. And so, what's the? I wonder, wonder what's changed. It's probably ten years since I've been. Mm-hmm. Going to classes, we had the magic of um, the Mercy Birthing Centre, right? Which isn't there anymore, and that was one a wonderful somewhere between the two. So it wasn't; it was in the hospital technically. Yep. So you actually having it was like a motel room. So you're in there and you have a midwife, no doctors. Any machines that go ping or any outlets were all hidden away or not there. I yep. don't, never found out. And there's a little ensuite for hours and hours of showers <laughs> and stuff during the labour and everything. So it's just you and your other birth partners mm. and, and, yeah, and the mother <laughs> and the kid all just going through labour yep. with the midwives popping in and stuff. So that was a great idea. I, yeah. I, it's shut down. I don't know why. Maybe funding or something. There's a hospital in – I'm from Perth originally. There's a King Edward, I think it is, in Perth, where mm. they have kind of a wing that yep. is like that. And I went to um, see some friends who had had their birth in there. And, yeah, it was like a, mm. a hotel room and quite relaxed and they looked like they'd had a not a good time, <laughs> but a pleasant experience yeah. with the birth. <laughs> She looked knackered. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's pretty exhausting, yeah. but it's not so – doesn't feel like you're having a human medically removed. From yeah. You, you know, um, but but it, you're only a couple of swing doors away. Yeah. From – which had to happen with our first one anyway. So Okay, cool. It wasn't an emergency, but there was 36 hours of labour and his head was getting a funny shape because he was right. trying so hard to come out. And then, so it's all kinds of yeah. epidurals and things like that. We may end up there. Like, yeah. And, you know, I think it, we have to be very realistic about it and realize that that's something that can happen. I think it's it's the last thing we want to happen. Yeah. But um, right now, it's looking pretty good. You know, all, the baby's healthy, Asha's doing really well, the midwife's really positive. Um, yeah. So she's going to bring around the pool, I think, next time. So we <laughs> set up the pool in the lounge room. Oh, it's it's going to be one of those. Home water births. Yeah. Oh, this is a double banger. This is, a, this is, a, this is great. I well, didn't know that. Yeah. From the start, we said we'd do the, the water thing as well. Oh, wow. So Meant to be really relaxing for the child. Well, I think I think just in general with the pain and everything, it's probably really good. Mm-hmm. You know, heat um, does change a lot of things. Like I said, I, I spent probably three hours in a shower. Yeah. 
with my my wife and my sister in law. Yep. You know, <laughs> you know, it's a, you shouldn't be saying that. Already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was about a year before the first child was born. <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah keep it underwater. That's, yeah. I never thought about it that way. I yeah, thought it was so, just so that there was no shock when you pull the baby out. <laughs> just wash it, wash it clean before I look at it. <laughs> I don't want to see any of that. Well, so the other night when I caught up with you, and uh, I was talking to another guy, and he was the opposite because I was going, "Oh, you know, birth—it's unpleasant, right?" <laughs> He's going, "What? I loved it." You know, I'm going, "Oh, I think it's a bit—it's <laughs> not my favorite thing." Right? <laughs> I like having a kid, and I like—and I know it's supposed to be a beautiful experience, but it's just a bit gory. Yeah. It's Look, just a bit gory for me, and I was mucked in, and I was boots and all, like I was there, but, I, but I'm, didn't I'm not going to pretend that it was the most pleasant thing I've ever done. And, he, and he's going, oh, it was great. He said, oh, God, I went went into the – anyway, I won't go into detail, but, he, you know, the, yeah, the baby does get cleaned. Yeah. Immediately it comes out, which is nice. Well, I was – you know, for a long time I was like, I'm just – I'm not – I'm staying away from the action end. I'm st- I was like, I don't want that to ruin. It'll ruin it forever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, now I'm like totally in the, you know, gore. Uh, I'm quite interesting when it comes to gore and things. I've had some experiences in my life, and I've reacted in a different way to where I thought I would mm. in terms of helping and not being yeah. afraid to assist. And even with Asha, with funny things at, at home, you know, she cut the end off her finger and I kind of stuck it back on and got it at the hospital, you know. All... What about the fishbone? Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> just, just look, I did a bit of a Facebook snooper, but I'll just, let's just quickly have a check what he's been up to. Did you actually get tweezers and pull a fishbone out of your wife's throat? I did. She had a funny scratch in her throat after You're we ate fish dad. and like a good. month later yeah. she's like, she says to me, when I turn my head this way, I get this funny feeling. I was like, it's the same thing from a month ago. She's like, yeah, I was like, this is ridiculous. So she opened her mouth and I saw it in the back of her throat, so I pulled it out. Which is why, you know, that kind of thing. I'm <laughs> Could like, have got spewed on, you know that. Yeah, I know. I said to her, <laughs> I said to her, no sudden movements. I don't want to drop tweezers down your throat. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I am fully I can prepared now visually, to- I can visually see you sitting there dressing knees, <laughs> stitching knees. You probably have your own- Little stitch up kit, save yourself going to the hospital. I'm a DIY, yeah. No no professional training. You have to be everything. You're (laughs) basically a mobile army surgical hospital, (laughs) 4077. Oh, that's great. So so the pool goes in the lounge room. Yes. And it's specially made for this, or is it like a wild party blow up (laughs) pool from Ikea? (laughs) Well, I think it is an inflatable pool. But they do have a special liner that goes in it, um, obviously, because it's like medical waste i suppose there's a lot of blood and everything so they have to have special liners that are disposable um she said there's ones that have wooden frames but this is just an inflatable one so yeah yeah, we'll move things around and fill it with the hose i don't want to be disasterizing right but if it did burst (laughs) yeah i've thought about this what floor are you on (laughs) we're on the ground floor and we've got floorboard so it'll oh that's fine drain through but Yeah. yeah i have thought about that because we are in a rental. I was wondering if I should tell them. <laughs> just go for it and then... No, don't tell them. Yeah, I'm not telling tell them. Tell them if it goes wrong. <laughs> we had a flood. Just bore 20 mil holes all over the floor so that if it <laughs> just... happens, it happens quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear about this. Uh, 
this mm. birthing experience. I'll make a video for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the go. Oh, that, that is absolutely fantastic. Do you have a doula? No. We talked about it. We've got a friend who's done her doula training, but she yeah. lives up in um, Queensland. Yeah. But I don't think so. What we do, what we will have, though, is uh, my mother-in-law. <laughs> She'll be there. Oh, okay. Which is another one that gets people interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she would only be very young, though, to be my age. No, she's like um, – Ash has got an older sister. Yeah. So her mum's – oh, God, I can't – I probably shouldn't say this recorded, but her mum's getting on to 60, I think. Yeah. So it's How pretty old are you? young. 53. Oh, well, you're nowhere near 60. No. <laughs> that's, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm nowhere near 50. No. So um, – yeah, so that's been another really interesting thing, like people freaking out about that. Mm. But, you know – I think it's going to be really fun to have her there. And of all the, the mothers I can think of, she's she's the one that it, it could work with. Yeah, let's face it. You can't just say, no, you can't have a mother-in-law because that's projecting your own mother-in-law experiences. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And people turn magic. Like you were saying, you don't know, you didn't know how you are going to respond to gore mm. until you were there. Yeah. Everyone's... Everyone's different. Everyone's different in that situation. And I have, I have kind of said to her, um, you know, we've kind of talked about this is our experience, and you know, it's important that when it's happening, no matter what's kind of happening, that it it's kind of us. And she's, you know, completely yeah. aware of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's funny. Even the midwife has that attitude. She's like, I'm, I'll be making cups of tea while you're doing all of that. Like, mm. she's like, I'll come in and have a look, and then I'll leave. There's no poking and prodding. It's like, yeah, which is nice. Again, the whole home birth thing is putting is going to be yeah, quite amazing in that respect in terms of the yeah. freedom we'll have to yeah. kind of go through this thing on our own. Well, it seems that like we've got an ongoing theme. Just just to finish up, we've got this ongoing theme with this is like, and we Dan and I we tell it ourselves this that the more we care about it and talk about it and put thought into it, the better chance of you know the kids have. You know, clearly it, it sets things in motion. So mm. you clearly guys have, you know, really thinking about this kid and the best experience for it even before it's even born. Yeah. You know, he or she, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I look yeah. forward to it. Well, we haven't thought it's about – I have to be honest, we haven't thought about much after this. <laughs> you know, for right Don't now this is the it. focus. After that, I, I, who knows what's going to happen once it There'll arrives. There'll be a few months but- of just – Plain surviving in it, yeah. In in kind of, yeah, just survival mode. Yep. And if people say, "We're going to bring around a casserole," say yes, please. Yeah. Can you bring around two casseroles? Two casseroles would be nice. Don't yeah. fuck about. This is the village <laughs> that we miss. Do you know? I actually thought thing. about buying a, a like a freezer for in the um, like a chest freezer just to load yeah. it up with meat. Fuck yeah! And you, yeah. you'd be going that. Fuck, we've run out of fucking donated shit. Yeah. What are we going to do? <laughs> Uber Eats is around now. It wasn't around when I was having babies, but yep, yep. that could be bad. <laughs> awesome. Well, good luck with it, Jeff. Thank you. And thanks for coming in. And I I, I just can't wait to your next in here. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm really looking forward to it as well. Obviously, I've got this great thing coming up. And, yeah, to come back and, and share, because it is a bit of a different experience. And, mm. and, I mean, you were quite curious, even though it was wet, how you came into this world. Yeah, I think it will be interesting to share this with people. I mean, I, I don't know what it's going to be like, so I'll update you yeah. next time I'm here. Sounds like it's all set. Mm. It's going to be perfect. And as they, 
as my mate once said to me when I was in your position, when I said, for God's sake, give me some advice, he said, hang on, he had. <laughs> Hence the name of the show. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks for coming in. No worries. Thank you. was recorded at Castaway Studios in Collingwood. Here, we provide affordable, accessible, professional podcasting production facilities to the full range of podcasters, all the way from basic studio hire right through to full season production packages. You can get us on castawaycollingwood at gmail.com or just look up Castaway Studios on all the social medias. 